Good morning. Welcome to today's WGO podcast. We got uh, a little bit of a different routine. Started at a new job. We're going to do a pretty intensive training regiment so far, and we've got more to do tomorrow. We got a little gap in time today, so in addition to prepping for that new role, we're going to come over here to the gym and get a little walking in and get a podcast in. So, again, pardon technical difficulties. We have to wear masks here in the gym. I have to clip the microphone to the masks. And obviously they play the radio in here, so I get a little background noise. And that's okay, because it's the content. It's not the production quality. You know, we're not just sitting around in a polished, you know, high-budget studio here. We're doing guerrilla podcast techniques. So I'll keep it short and sweet in case the background noise is offensive to you. Uh, and sh- okay, so jump into it. Started a new gig this week. Um, started to get a little panicky with the job search. I think it's a little hairier out there than people realize. I don't think it's uh, like the job market's as cracked up as as robust as people might think with the numbers. A uh, couple of things on that. I started to cast a wider net. Ended up with this uh, role that I'll be taking. Uh, uh, the term yesterday that was used for this role was an industrial athlete. I like that. But I'll be working for UPS. Quite a different role than what I was doing before. Going on, on the blue collar spectrum as opposed to the white collar spectrum that I've been working in for the last oh, 15 years. Uh, and I'm excited about it. I'm intimidated about it, by it a little bit just because it's just so different. But as I cast a water and water net needing to get back to work for my family, to provide for my family, uh, no, this is what this is what the world presented to me, and it became the option that was ready to go. Where the others just were becoming increasingly unresponsive. So, you know, and I take a point, I take pride in the fact that when it's time to get busy and take care of business, I take care of business. I don't wait around for the perfect opportunity. I don't do job snobbery. I don't think that I'm above certain types of work. I don't limit myself that way. So, as a result of that. I was able to not only cast the net in the appropriate directions, but um, also so far execute on this. Now, there is some hesitation about whether I can lock in on this because there are several factors beyond my control that could derail my plan here. First of all, they, they only hire seasonally. They come in, you get hired, and the idea is you to get them through the tough season, and if you do the job the way they need it to be done and do it to a standard that they find uh, sufficient, then you may be offered a full-time, more permanent role, uh, assuming there's enough business. Also, UPS in this area is a unionized role. So there's seniority in play, and um, you're you're just not guaranteed anything. You know, if there's a sufficient business and you can get on the board then you can maybe bid on a job so to speak it's kind of like the railroad so you know obviously the first hurdle i got to get through is the training there's some driving tests tomorrow something that's purely memorization that has to be done tomorrow i pretty much got it continue to study for it today and sharing with you kind of the process um 
you know, in case you yourself are going through the job search. You know, and again, no job snobbery. I'm willing to do whatever it takes because the priority is providing for my family and providing for myself, not being a burden, not being helpless. So you, you know, I tried a couple things this summer. Didn't quite work out as planned. No, it's okay. Pivot. Fail quick. Pivot. Move on. Don't do job snobbery. Allows you to cast a wide net that you may need to catch to get something, especially in a limited market like where I live. Very narrow, thin market for jobs. Not a lot. This brings me to another point. There are jobs. My wife is doing one of them now. Uh, in food service, for example. That are low pay, low benefits, huge expectation, huge time commitment, very physically demanding. You know, it requires a lot of work. Uh, you know, working hard, out long hours, hot stuff, cold stuff, uh, cleaning, sharp objects, and, and society doesn't value any of that work. Society doesn't pay very well. Doesn't get a lot of. Uh, you know, sorry, I got distracted with something in here. Doesn't give a lot, just doesn't respect it. And I would offer you that that's, unaccept, that's really unacceptable. As we move into the more, more modern world, I would, I would say the general trend is that less and less of us are needed for the, quote, good jobs, as society deems them. And more and more needed at these, quote, shit jobs that people refer to them at. That you know, and I hear it even now. I hear it with this role that I'm taking. I get a sense from people, oh, well, it's a placeholder. You know, you can do better or it'll get better. As if this is not good enough. And I guess in my heart and mind, I'm thinking, you know, I don't know what this is in its entirety yet. I haven't really done today's work yet. I'm just kind of going through the training, but already it has some appeal to me in that I kind of work by myself all day I'm on my own boss I'm in and out of a vehicle I'm not sitting in one spot I'm in and out all day so it's very physical I like the idea of being a uh, industrial athlete I like that because I've always liked to be you know kind of moving uh, I don't know if kinetics the right word but just bounce around moving I like that I don't like sitting definitely don't like meetings I don't have to do a lot of those with this and it pays decent, you know, it pays decent with uh, overtime after eight. Suppose, again, assuming the center gets the business, you know, you could potentially make some decent money. So these things have appeal. Um, and well, where does it put the other priorities? You know, I am, you know, my concerns are time, the time investment, because I want to continue to homeschool my kids. And obviously, I want to continue to do this podcast at a very ever-improving uh, level. You know, like, for example, at some point, the form factor will shift to something hopefully will have a little less background noise. I know that's annoying as a listener. Um, but the content and the vision for the, for the podcast is it's the main driver. It's the primary driver of all the other side stuff. And... Um, I, th- I hope to be committed to it always being that. And uh, I appreciate you joining me on this journey. Because at the end of the day, this is about sharing sharing ideas, sharing experiences, uh, getting through 
the bullshit of this world that we live in, which I'll get to more in a minute. Uh, and just try to make the best of the situation that we're dealt and try to force us, you know, forge us in a direction that we think that we want to go to. And we don't ever get to the direction we want to go to if we don't start evaluating what that is. And that's, you know, uh, that's summed up for me, obviously, in the humanomics effort that's, that's taking shape. So, um, anyway, so a few things. Cast a wide net especially if you're looking for a job and you have a family. Cast a wide net, be creative, don't be scared, jump in. Because if you don't like it or it's not a fit or it's not gonna work, you can pivot again if you need to. Um, and I think you'll gain some newfound respect for things that you maybe didn't notice or respect before. You may get some physical fitness out of the deal, some you know, real health benefits out of it. Certainly will beat stewing over rejection at home or not having callbacks and stuff, which I've experienced a lot of recently. Now, with any job, this job for me, this new UPS role, or maybe you're taking a job like my wife had to take, she works at a Taco Bell, you know, or maybe you get a fancy job at a law firm, I mean, whatever, or an engineering firm, or a hospital, you know, get something a little more glamorous, society's view regardless regardless of where you land give it your all go for it you know roll up your sleeves get the work done get figure out what needs to be done don't get injured don't get hurt don't be doing stupid shit and get injured but put your head down so you know like when my kids get a little older whatever their endeavor is I want them to figure it out I want them to get into it. I want them to see the big picture. You know, if you're, my first job was making pizzas in Maryland. Well, if I understood, like, okay, so this is uh, making pizzas. This is how you make pizzas. This is the dough. Where do they get the supplies from? Where, where do the equipment come from? How much did it cost to set up, set up a restaurant like this? You know, what percentage of the pizzas is the business? You know, like, is this 50% of the business and the other 50% is crabs? Is this, what is the layout of this? Um, who are these people I work with? Be cool to everybody, make new friends. Understand their histories and stories. Respect them, love them. Okay, there's that in there. There's uh, there's also the uh, doing the work, you know, kind of getting your mind the zen of it, you know, being in the moment and, and being there, being reliable, be there every day. Never miss a day. Just don't miss a day unless you're sick. Really sick. I'm bullshit sick. Like obviously. Or not with COVID or something like that. You don't want to go in for COVID. But whatever. So be there every day. Be reliable. Don't be flaky. Don't be a flash in the pan. These are all mistakes that I've made over the years. You know, you want to you know, put that Zen mindset to work. It's a grind. Embrace the grind. Embrace the suffering of the grind. It's a little. Expect it. Okay? So you get up every day. You get there on time every day and you grind every day and in doing that you are keeping your eye on the big picture and perspective looking for angles to learn more to get more of the picture and the idea is at some point you develop an economic model of the entirety you can see uh, as professor David Mitchett UMBC once told me 
you can see the many and the one. Uh, you can, or, and something to that effect. But so by seeing this one role that you have, you can then uh, appreciate the Zen and the in the moment of it at doing that particular act. And you can also start to appreciate the larger context of it. You know, the industry, the neighborhood, the people, the expectations, the good, the bad, the ugly, the ugly, the people helping you do it, uh, the country you live in, how it fits in, what percentage of the country's in the pizza business, you know, and whatever. You know, you just appreciate things at a different level. Just always a lot to learn. Okay? So that's your grind part of your day. Whatever ladder you get on, whatever rung in the ladder doesn't is almost irrelevant because you have something you're able to do something you're able you are contributing even though it may not seem like it and society may not tell you that it is it you are contributing if you are making tacos and people are able to go when they're hungry and pay a couple of dollars for a taco you're helping people you're feeding people okay now, you may also be feeding the capitalist owners massive amounts of wealth. That too could be true. However, that's part of the understanding. And then you're going to get into what are you going to do about that. But that's where your other time comes into play. The art. The things that you may be doing around the edges of your grind, your core grind, your quote day job, your providing for your family and yourself that's where you scratch those itches and ideally you align your art the stuff you really want feel like you need to do at your core or you want to do or needs to be done in society you can align that with your grind activities so that you're earning a living doing that work but if you can't find or monetize it, if you will, because we have to monetize this world right now. That, that's the catch, right? You have to monetize everything. And if you can't monetize your art, if the world just doesn't want what you're selling, you know, obviously keep trying to, you know, tell yourself, you know, maybe I'm not making good enough art. Maybe I'm not making, writing a good enough book or a good enough script or making a good enough film. Or maybe the record could be better or performance could be better. Maybe the food could be better. Maybe the coffee could be better. Whatever it is you're doing is your art. Don't push yourself. But at the same time, you're not attached to the outcome. You're invested in the outcome of trying to make it work, but you're not uh, attached to it because you got your grind. It's kind of providing your base. Uh, that way you can kind of take care of business and uh, take care of the other stuff that you know you need to do for your, for your soul, your spirit, whatever it is else that's embedded in you that needs to come out. Because I would argue that we all have these things. Or a lot of us do. And don't be so vindictive all the time. Don't worry about what everybody else is doing. Fuck all that. Who cares? It's your trip. You know, you can't control it. But I would challenge you to challenge the status quo to look beyond what is given. To start questioning what could be and work in those areas. That's what I'm really desperately trying to do. So, share that. You know, getting a job here with me does not derail the art efforts. In fact, it amplifies the need for them more. 
and it amplifies, it speeds up the, the amount of time that I have to do them. I don't have as much time now, so I have to do it more creatively, more clever. I have to squeeze it in. We have to be less long-winded days some days. So, now, we'll say something else that has been bothering me. Not only in the new role that I've gotten, but in general, the scruffiness, the run-down, dirty, kind of tired look of things. Uh, the settling. And now the excitement of people, uh, newer generations coming online and newer demographics even, to willingly call out your, you, call you out on something. Like, worry about what you're doing. And, it, and it, at the end of the day, who does it benefit? It benefits the, the vested interest status quo. And I don't want to get into an oppressive or a nanny state or a nuisance state. I don't want people... We have to be careful about that right now. Because the vested interests are all more than willing to let the minions duke it out. The vested interest can always elicit the support of a different minion group, if you will. A different uh, set of adherents to oppress any dissent to their interests. It doesn't matter. This is not left-right. This is not Republican-Democrat. This is not conservative-liberal. This is not white-black. This is, in general, you have to be aware of vested self-interest groups that will use any means necessary to preserve power and control. And I'm needing in my soul, and I'm wanting your help in challenging all of this nonsense. We're not shifting power from one group to another. We have to make it better for everybody. Because everywhere I look, including my new role, I see scruffy. I see run down. I see evidence of fatigue. I see more bullshit. Like, people are unwilling to just uh, make it better. They're more worried about what you did and didn't do. And not embracing what could be and it's not I'm not picking on any one firm or any one area it's just it's, I see it everywhere when I pulled in this gym today it looks scruffy around here man you could see all of the things that, that once were hot restaurants or you know, businesses that are shuttered or run down or, 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 or available for lease because nobody's going in there seems a lot of dead especially commercial real estate and rents are way too high. Even someone in the class yesterday said it, unrelated to, to the new working, said the rents are too high. She totally agreed, immediately agreed. Like, that's why the malls are failing, in their, their opinion. And we thought it was sad that the malls are failing and, and that the core, it's because the rents are too high. There's other factors with that, obviously. More people are online shopping. You know, COVID, now we got all to deal with this, and blah, blah, blah. But in short, I just think we are too corrupt, in general corrupt, meaning 
There's too many vested interests that, that put too much mud into the equation. It's too hard to get things done. And when you get something moving, it takes too long and it's too fucking expensive. So we have to, we have to find a way to get really rapid churn in everything. Perpetual renewal, rapid churn in everything. We need it. We need it in our souls, guys. We're, we're bored. We're stuck on this rock. And we need rapid churn and perpetual renewal of our environments so that they do a better job. Always, they're constantly pushing the envelope to do a better job to helping all, all the earthlings. And I got to say earthlings because we want all the plants and animals and people. We want to maximize the wellness of everybody. So more space, less clutter, less, more clarity, less mud. Uh, better, faster, cheaper across the board, everything. Better, faster, cheaper. We want, you know, like for example, I was thinking in the medical realm earlier. You want to go into the medical realm from your phone or from your computer, from the privacy of your own home. And you want to inquire with this expert system that we're going to need, that we need to build now, today. Everything needs to be now, today, by the way. Everything. But you're going to inquire with this expert system. You're going to put in what you're experiencing, what you're seeing, what you're noticing. And it's going to spit back. Well, that sounds as if it could be this, this, or this. And then you launch into the next wave of testing. And some of that you can probably do at home too. Like, let's test for this, this, this. Let's check your urine. Let's check your, your bowel movement. Let's check your blood. Let's check your vitals. Let's check your oxygen or whatever. These can all be in the home, in, through the phone, through the computer, diagnostic checks to kind of vet probable theories about what may be, may be wrong. And then, after you've kind of narrowed the possibilities, or it seems like it's going to be this, this, or this, most likely it's this, this, or this, then you engage maybe a human piece of going, going to a facility to have a human weigh in on what they think the, the issue is. And the idea is you cut the bullshit out. Like in my case, I got sick years ago. had a couple of uh, colitis flares in my life. Every fucking one of them was due to stress, economic stress. The exact same thing I've been dealing with this summer. I'm just better at dealing with it now. Like stakes are high, resources get very thin. You start narrow, you know, you start having the snowball effect of the stress is creating, you know, it's making it hard to think through the situation clearly. You start to panic. So it just kind of accumulates all of these uh, negative forces accumulate, and it could it could, it can snowball and create a uh, cascading effect that actually compromises your health. It can fucking kill you, really. It almost killed me a couple times. Because colitis, you can fucking bleed to death. If you don't, especially if you're you know, slow getting treatment because you're kind of freaking out and don't know what's going on. But it's bullshit, though, because if they got into it, the real process should have been, oh, you're, you're seeing this, this, and this. Oh, that's probably this, this, this. Let's test for it. Okay, they figure out it's colitis flare. There's inflammation. Maybe there's a visual check with a camera. And then and the camera's done right. You know, knock you out like they do with me now every year. Not this draconian fucking barbaric shit they did to me in Maryland years ago. It was so painful. Oh, my God. It was so fucking barbaric. 
Um, so, you know, the verification, like, yeah, yeah, that's what this is. And then the idea is remission. And then the correct thing was, okay, so what's going on in your life? Why are you so stressed? And own the fact that the stress is the root cause, like the impossibility of, of life and the stakes being so high if you just don't get lucky enough and don't go through the filtering, the gauntlet. If you don't go through the gauntlet just the right way, then the consequences are just so dire and severe and, and there's just no room to be anything other than what the machine wants you to be, what the status quo wants or needs you to be. There's no room for anything else. Therefore, you start to break down. When you break down, you get sick. See, the, the, the algorithm for me would have been a recognition of, oh, that's what happened? Shit. What are you going to do about it? And you start to learn how to adjust. And maybe maybe we just never had society get that bad to begin with, but certainly you deal with that. And, you, and it's a part of the thing is, you know, like, it's like a psychological, like, well, you got that way because of this. And see the effect this can have on you? So you're, you know, maybe... Uh, trained to be to watch what you eat differently and get a little specific guidance on that a little specific guidance on your rest get a little specific guidance on you know in my case we're you know, smoking weed and stuff you know like who knows maybe because of the black market the stupid legalities of our laws who knows maybe there was a contaminant because of the black market nature of something like that you know yeah there's a black market contaminant that causes it triggers it too you never know this, this is all due to the layers of bullshit, see? Society's full of shit. You're trying to survive. If you, if you don't get on the grave, you're trying to get lucky, you can't get the right set up, you start to have a lot of internal friction and strife that culminates in a health breakdown, and then the system just throws pills at you or bullshit. They don't really get down into what really made you, what really caused the problem. So, and then you got the bullshit of the, it's just, see, it's everywhere. I just think we can't think out of it because we're so... that need to be done. You don't have to sacrifice all of that to do the grind. All right, have a good day. Love you. Take care.